Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Welcome to the show and a good sweaty Tuesday to you, Mark Aram and the Bananas. With you till 8 in the p.m. Going to try to keep you entertained on this dank, sweaty Tuesday drive home. Officially Longora, we have our first 10 on the Mar- oh, Mark wow, Aram Show really? back sweat meter. Yes, I am drenched. The drive in today soaked me, soaked me. So we have our first 10 on the Mark wow. Aram Show back sweat meter. Never thought Write it would it happen. Write it down. Write it down. Where were you in history <laughs> when Mark Aram's back sweat was a 10? Uh, when my back sweat gets a 10, I, I sent out the bat signal, and uh, it goes up to the third floor, and uh, meteorologist Brad Nitz comes down with a big uh, big beach towel to dry me off. <laughs> yes, I can attest to this. It's terrible. <laughs> so thank you for coming yeah. to dry me off. And Brad, record-breaking, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> record-breaking heat today, my friend. Yeah, well, so we tied the record of 100 degrees oh. this afternoon, officially uh, at Hartsfield-Jackson. Average high is 89. Not uncommon, obviously, to get in the low 90s, yeah. but we, uh, we blew past that. Uh, and the record tied from 2007, but this is also not just the hottest day for today's date. Mm-hmm. It's the hottest we've been in over three years, any day. Wow. It was June 25th, 2016, the last time we got to 100 degrees. No kidding. Have we been, has it just been mild in the last three years or? Well, we've had some, obviously we've had some mid nineties. We've just never quite gotten this, you know, triple digit temperatures for us, um, pretty rare. I mean, it doesn't happen every year as, you know, obviously. Uh, So this isn't an unusual thing that we haven't had it in three years. It just uh, points to how unusual today's temperatures are. Channel 2 Action News meteorologist Brad Nitz joining us on the Mark Aram Show. It is still 97 degrees on Peachtree right now. It's 6, 10 p.m. Um, when can we expect any relief? Is so, it coming? Yeah, so we're going to be less hot starting tomorrow. Yeah. Things are going to get cla- you know kind of closer to normal. So here's what's going on. we got a, a weak cold front coming from the north, and you hear cold front, and you, you think <laughs> fall. It's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not that. But uh, it's going to come through tonight and uh, through the morning hours tomorrow through the metro area, and uh, that means we're talking highs tomorrow. It's going to be around 92, 93 across most of the area. Palatable. (laughs) Yeah, you know, compared to 100, much better. Parts of the south metro, south of I-20, still going to have problems with the heat index where Mm -hmm. temperatures there will creep up into the mid-90s, and and then the heat index will get up uh, into triple digits again. That's because that weak cold front is going to be later to arrive. It's going to be real slow moving to the South Metro. So heat advisory South Metro tomorrow, but even there, uh, it won't be as hot as today. I I should know this because I follow weather every morning and I follow weather, you know, for 22 years. What, what exactly is the heat index? So, I hear the heat index. Yeah, what does so that mean? It's, it's an attempt to quantify what impact that the, the humidity has mm-hmm. on a temperature. Obviously, when it's muggy, you're, you feel more uncomfortable and your your body cools itself less efficiently. You know, you, you talk about the dry heat out sure, in yeah. the desert southwest is, is less uncomfortable than, than the mugginess. So it's, you know— it, it, 
it's hard to really say, uh, you know, 98 feels exactly like 107 yeah. with no humidity. But that's there's a formula, there's a calculation. Nobody uses it. You look it up on a chart. But <laughs> what 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 I felt, uh, I mean, you, you're right. I was in Vegas in July and it was 117, and it was comfortable. Right. And then today it's 100, and I my body is just soaked. Right. Right, because you you bought you sweat a little bit, and out in Vegas it's so dry that yeah. that immediately evaporates, and it's the evaporative cooling sure. that makes you feel more comfortable. Day like today, where it's muggy, you start to sweat a little bit, and it doesn't evaporate, and then you've got this back sweat meter issue. It's a, it's yeah. a ten it's a problem. Mark Air. You can use that on channel two, by the way. I yeah. give you permission to use yeah, the Mark thanks. Air back. I'll give right. you a nice graphic and everything. Right, that's great. Um, Brad Nitz in studio. So as I'm getting, I wake up this afternoon. You know, I sleep during the middle of the day. I wake up to watch you at uh, you know on channel Central two. Set your alarm News. just in time. Yeah, I wake sure. up and I take Bosco out for a walk, and she doesn't want to go out in the heat. Mm-hmm. And the neighborhood um, gardening crew, what are they, the landscapers are out there, and they're all in long pants and long shirts. And it's 100. And I asked the guy, I'm like, why? He goes, well, because we have the trimmers and you, we're gonna, we get scratched up. And I'm like, how are you coping? He's like, just just water and breaks. Is that the best advice? Yeah, water, breaks, stay in the shade, you know, as much as you can. And, you know, f- those guys and the folks that work out in the heat all the time are are probably can tolerate it a little better than uh, you and I who are trapped in air conditioning most yeah, of the exactly, time, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, certainly it's uncomfortable and can be dangerous for anybody, yeah. um, but but they're probably a little more acclimated to it, I would hope. But yeah, take breaks, you know, slow down, get in the shade, drink lots of water, and, um, you know, if you're not used to it or you're out of shape, you know- or Both, wait, or, you both. Know, or both. <laughs> Raising my hand. <laughs> then, uh, then you know you maybe you wait until the sun sets. I remember like I remember back in the day when I used to fill in for Captain Herb and the Chopper, and the AC wasn't working on days like this. It was a sauna. I remember when back uh, this was you know 15 years ago, and it was the older helicopter. And oh my goodness, you think you'd be you know you're up 3,000 feet in the air, but the sun's beating down on you. It's just the hottest. Yeah. The hottest condition ever. Brad Nitz in studio. Before I let you go, Brad, thank you for coming down, by the yeah, way. happy to. The, uh, and Deb Green, producer of the Mark Aram, Aram Show, can back this up. Uh, we had the fine folks from Chick-fil-A in yesterday up on uh, Peachtree at Collier. Mm-hmm. Huge fans of Brad Nitz. They say they love when Brad Is that Nitz, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. They so love. Nice. I'm not. They even they they. I was like, how do you know it's Brad? They're like, well, he drives this and blah, blah, blah. blah. And I was like, oh, That's all right. Funny. Yeah. So. Well, I'm, I'm probably up there. Uh, at that particular uh, Chick-fil-A, <laughs> at least once a week, yeah, and you know some weeks more than that. Yeah, one well, amazing fact about Brad is, and this is what I love, Brad. Like you think, just when you think you nail Brad Nitz, you're like, oh, I know what Brad Nitz is about. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, Longoria. Brad Nitz, um, you know, an icon in meteorological history, uh, an Atlanta pillar of the community, will often go to a movie theater, not buy a movie ticket, just go up to the concession stand, buy popcorn, and leave. <laughs> That's really? the biggest story. baller really? move oh, yeah. I've ever. I've never heard of anyone doing yeah. that. And this is like, yeah, I just went to Atlantic Station, got some popcorn. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent. Nice. I it occurred to me one day. I was like, you know, I'm I'm going to these movies that I don't really care about seeing this movie that <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah. I just want the popcorn. Why don't I go get a bucket of popcorn? And do yeah. they do that because you're Brad Nitz, or can Longoria or me go up and go, hey, I just want popcorn. I'm not going to the movies. No, they're happy to sell you, you know, overpriced yeah. popcorn. <laughs> yeah, <when laughs> eight bucks for like to. fifty cents worth of popcorn. That's but such... that's my go-to snack. It's my all-time favorite food. Movie popcorn. It's such a baller move, Chuck. Thanks, I just want to ask Brad, like, then do you walk out of the theater with a giant tub of popcorn back to your car? 
Yeah, yeah, that's a that's right. Well, I mean, he's got a where, driver. I, where am I going to go? <laughs> he's got a no, I, just, I, I will say as a word of caution for folks that they're considering yeah. this is it's ultra embarrassing to your children. So <laughs> <laughs> my daughters have uh, have witnessed this, and they just. You know, yeah. want to crawl under a rock. I, I just, I think that's so amazing. I've never thought of doing that. I know, no. but you're right. Like, you can't get popcorn anywhere no. else, like movie popcorn. There's no substitute. Yeah. Spend the eight bucks, get yourself a big <laughs> bucket of corn. And that's your and meal. That's br- your... And then you take it home yeah. and you watch, you know, The Office Channel 2. on Netflix. Or <laughs> Channel 2 actually <laughs> yeah. at, at, um, at 11, the night beat. Brad, exactly. as always, thank you All so right, much. Man. And thank we'll you. hear you uh, throughout the night on WSB Radio and, of course, tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Appreciate Scott Slay. There you go, Brad. Isn't that amazing? I, I really think, though, Longoria, if I walked in or you walked in, we're like... Yeah, they'd, they'd make us buy a ticket. Well, they or they would escort us, because that like, could be like it's a scam. You, oh, you're just buying a popcorn, yeah, yeah. and then you're going to sneak it at the movie. I just want to see people tweet out pictures of them eating movie popcorn <laughs> and watching him on Channel 2. Like, that's what yes. I want to see on Twitter now. Can we do that for the prize pack? Do we have a prize pack this week? We do have a prize pack to give away, yeah. All right, the first person yeah. that uh, tweets us or sends us a picture of them eating movie popcorn while watching Brad Nitz on Channel 2 will get a prize pack from yeah. WSB. And maybe like Brad that. will throw in some swag. Some yeah, you'll let me know. I'll see. <laughs> Whatever I can get a hold of, I will. Yeah, some that severe great. weather. This t- is amazing. Team two this is my uh, favorite day. <laughs> Ever? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, this you get, week. You hit 100, and uh, we got a, a Brad Nitz prize <laughs> I'm pack. I'm excited about it. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. All right, thank you. Uh, we're going to come back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. i got a lot of stuff to talk about, including Fredo. Fredo, which is an insult I've been using for 30 years, is now in the news. Uh, little Sanjay will join us with Would You Rather. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Still struggling with a 98-degree temperature on Peachtree Street again. The first official 10 on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. I felt so bad, guys, for the uh, the maintenance crew, the uh, landscaping. Why do I keep forgetting the word landscaping? I mean, I was I walked out of the heat from waking up. I was like, oh, like smacked me in the face. These guys are in long pants and long shirts. Yeah, but it, it helps them sweat, and then it cools them yeah, off yeah, because it, they're it, sweating. Like construction workers do the same thing. Really? Yeah, we always wore. I was I was in tidy whities walking out there. Yeah, I was just I, it, it, you think of it as back. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you think yeah. you'd, they'd be really hot. I guess, yeah, but. I just uh, if, if you if you've been having to work outside today, folks, I I, I really feel for you. This was this was a, a scorcher, as they say in uh, Boston, a scorcher. Uh, Carol's in Loganville. Carol, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how are y'all? Excellent, Carol. What's well, going on? Welcome to the show. Um, I just wanted to tell you a popcorn story. I don't have a picture, but we buy the yearly bucket bucket at the beginning of the year every year. And so when we go by our movie theater, like to go to Stone Mountain Park, we run in the movie theater and pay $5 and get a full bucket hold, of popcorn. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What the heck is a <laughs> yearly bucket? I've never heard of such a thing. In our movie um, theater we go to a lot, they have a bucket that you – pay like $19 for for the year and what? you take it every time you go to the movie theater and then you pay like 4.95 to fill it up and it's unlimited refill. That's almost so as like, good as the $500 Olive Garden all you can eat for the rest of your life deal. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Is it the and same so bucket? Is Stone it like Mountain, just is it the normal bucket, Carol, or do they give you a special bucket? It's kind of, it's a hard plastic bucket. Oh, okay, so it like, doesn't like get all gross. Right. All right. And then we just go by and fill it up 
well, before we go to Stone Mountain for five bucks, and then we've got popcorn. What's it called? So what's what's the bucket called? It's just a yearly bucket. It's with NGC, but I think AMC does it too. Have you ever heard of that the long theater. ago? The yearly bucket? I have not. Sounds like something but it's I need a good to deal. Yeah, that is a hell of a deal. I mean, because it's, but, uh, you know, it's expensive movie popcorn. It but is. $4.95 to refill it. The yearly bucket. George is up next on the Mark Aram show. George, you ever heard of a yearly bucket? Uh, no, I haven't, and I didn't know if that was the subject. I thought we were uh, responding to what Chris Como did. We're go- we're gonna after the news for sure. So if you want to hang on, we can talk about that when we get oh, back. Okay, all righty. Is that cool? All right. So uh, uh, in case you missed it, I'm gonna play the audio when we come back. Chris Cuomo, um, who uh, has a show on CNN, and his dad and grandfather were big in politics in New York, um, had a little encounter with someone out in public and. They were videotaping and it went viral. Uh, but the key component of the tape is this guy called Chris Cuomo Fredo, referencing the weakest brother from the Godfather movies. And I, I got to be honest, my friends and I have been calling each other Fredo for 30 years. Like, I that, I can guarantee that is an insult. I don't know if it's as bad as the N-word, as Chris Cuomo said. But we'll talk about that, and I'll play the uh, Cuomo audio when we come back. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. It's Phoebe Robinson, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Whoop, whoop. Welcome back to the show. 97 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and his sweaty pals. At your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. Going to try to keep you informed and entertained. Little Sanjay is going to join us with Would You Rather. We're going to do uh, Does an Alex Williams Know This Food in just a second. All right, so Chris Cuomo. The, Chuck, I'm going to go to you, our local political wonk. Uh, this Chris Cuomo thing blew up on Twitter. Uh, basically, this guy uh, confronted uh, Chris Cuomo at some public event and he videotaped it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the videotape went viral. And I, I can't do it justice. So Longoria's going to play the audio. Basically, the bottom line is this this guy went up looking to cause trouble with Chris Cuomo and called him Fredo. Which, if you haven't seen The Godfather, first shame on you. It's the greatest movie of all time. B, it's an insult. I, I don't think it's anywhere close to as severe as the N-word. In fact, I often will call my buddies from high school Fredo. Yeah, that's an absurd Yeah, comparison. Fredo was the weakest brother of the Corleone family. And it's an insult, but I, I don't think it's an Italian insult. Like, people no. called me Fredo, and I'm of course not. not Italian. Although I'm mistaken for Italian sometimes, and I Jews nugget. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, here's here's the audio. We've Deb Green have hopefully has edited it for a radio broadcast. Play it, Longoria. I thought, that, I thought I thought that's who you were. No, Punk from the right called me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. Um, you're much Fredo was from the Godfather. He was that weak brother. Isn't that your? And they brother, use though? it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? I'm Any of Italian? I got, I got a little... It's an insult to your people. It's an insult to. You. People. It's like the N-word for us. Wow. So is that a cool thing? You're a much more reasonable guy in person than you seem to be on television. Yeah, but if you want to play, then we'll play. If you've got play something that. you want to say about what I do on television, then say it. But I'm going to fall me. Hey, listen. What? I don't what? want any problems. Bro. Yeah, you're going to have a big problem. What's the problem? It's a little different on TV. Don't insult me like that. I didn't insult you. Call me Fredo. It's like I call you punk. You like that? All right, so uh, that, we, we get the gist. Um, and it, it blew up. It, what, I, what surprised me was Hannity like stuck up for Cuomo. He was, yeah, because he doesn't want to get yeah exactly you get bothered in and I get it, either. but it was but to me like it, yeah it's an insult you call you know if someone I if if someone I don't know calls me Fredo I'm like dude what what's your problem right you know of but I'm not gonna lose my mind it's not it's not the worst thing you can be called but if my friends call me Fredo it's quite funny 
Yeah. Like if I do I, something Fredo-ish, it's quite funny. I was with Chris Cuomo. People have been calling him Fredo for years. But what's funny is, so I think if somebody finally saying it to his face, yeah. he sees the tweets, he sees all this online stuff. They've been calling him that for years. So I think somebody finally confronting him and saying it to his face is why he was upset. What? What's so he? But we went back, or not we, but someone went back, yes. and he is called the Trump oh, kids Fredo all the time for, for for two solid years now. Guests and himself have called the Trump kids yeah. Fredo. So. What? I just think which it was I never. I mean, was, I I, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it it's, it's a kind of funny jab. It's not. It, it should, yeah. he he overreacted, uh, he but did. I guess he's out in public with. The, I mean, if listen, you're with your family, you don't want people sure, coming up to you and trying to you. But it's it's not either. like. I mean, it's Fredo. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's, it, not. It, it's the mildest of insults. Yeah, I so, mean, so here's here's what I want to do. I, I mean, whatever your political <laughs> leanings, I just think it's funny because I literally have been calling my friends Fredo yeah. for decades. Ever since I saw that movie, I'm like, oh, that'd be a good insult to call my buddy. I can buddy show you a text message thread right now yeah. of, my, of us calling each other that. Yeah, it's it's a great – so what I want to do is – talking about this story, which I, – I mean, you go on Twitter, that's it was trending. <laughs> it was great. It, um, what what did you call your friends when you were growing up? What was the insult that's air that's suitable for air? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was it like – for me, it was Fredo or nerd. We call each other nerd. Nerd ball, nerdy, like – just you're a nerd. Like that was that was the sixth grade jab. You know, if you wanted to poke fun at your buddies, what was is there anything that nothing I could say on the air? Cascajones. <laughs> no. no. Did you ever girls? Do girls do stuff like that? Dan Green. Do they like have yeah, mocking but names? Probably things that I can't say on the radio. Really? Yeah. I mean, I I would call my friends Paley's because I wasn't white. So. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. Interesting. Paley. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, I grew up That's... in an all white neighborhood. Cocky. That's it great. didn't come across as, you know, because especially girls love to tan, right? So yeah. when you call them Paley's, they get all angry. Oh, wow. Paley. I never, you learned something. Yeah. So what did you, when you were growing up, what was your, your personal insults with your friends? For me, it was Fredo and nerdy. Why are you being so, why are you such a nerd? Stop being a nerd. 404-872-0751-800, WSB Talk. For the unfortunate few that are listening and haven't seen The Godfather, this is the the ultimate Fredo clip from, uh, I believe this is Godfather Part 2, where, where he is truly the most Fredo he's ever been. You're my kid brother. You take care of me. Did you ever think about that? Did you ever once think about that? Send Fredo off to do this. Send Fredo off to do that. Let Fredo take care of some Mickey Mouse nightclub somewhere. Send Fredo to pick somebody up at the airport. I'm your older brother, Mike, and I was stepped over. That's the way Pop wanted it. It ain't the way I wanted it. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. I'm smart. Like dumb. I'm smart. <laughs> I'm smart. So, so uh, that guy, uh, I forgot his uh, name. He was in four movies. And he was nominated for four Best Supporting Actors. That's it. Really? And he died young. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know. I think I, that's I, the way to go. I'll look at there, Yeah, there, there's some crazy stat where he was, every movie he was in was nominated or won an Academy Award or something like that. It was like the greatest slugging percentage of all time. Uh, Chris joins us in Powder Springs. Chris, what did you call your friends growing up? Uh, well, first of all, that was John Cazal. Yes, Cazal, that's it, yes. And he was in, like, the deer hunter. Yep. He was great in the deer hunter. He was great in that Dog Day Afternoon. That guy was awesome. He had a run. It was it was uh, Dog Day Afternoon, Deer Hunter, and the and both Godfathers. I think mm-hmm. they all four. And, and Manny was great in all of them. It was yeah. a shame he passed. 
But um, first of all, listen, I was really on the fence with Hannity for a while, and it just really pushed me over the fence when he started defending Fredo like that. <laughs> I thought if anybody would come out and say that what's good for the goose is good for the gander, it would have been Hannity. And then that Lisa Booth with her Cheshire Cat smile, she defended him too. But anyway, um, we called our friend Spence. Like special ed kids, that's Ooh. what we called them. Yeah, probably not appropriate right now. Not, not, <laughs> not today, anymore. No. Yeah, not, back in the day. Today, no. uh, and back, you know, when you were young, the R word was a big thing. You know, tard, that word, can't, don't do that anymore. No. But Fredo was, it's been a constant in my vocabulary for many, but I've never called anyone that I'm not friends with that word. So I guess there's a line. I wouldn't walk up to a stranger and call him Fredo. Uh, 404-872-0750, what did you call your friends when you were young, that we could say on the air to, to poke at him, to jab at him, to tease him. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. I called my friends Fredo and Nerdy when we were kids. What was the insult you used that's suitable for the air? Before we get back to the calls, though, we've got another edition of the breakout hit of the summer. Does Alex Williams know this food? 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 That boy don't know what that is. Generally speaking, that boy doesn't know what that is. Alex Williams, great guy. We love you, Alex. But for some reason, you've led a sheltered food life. So I'm going to ask you, uh, I'm going to tell you the name of a food. You have to tell me what it is. If you get close, I'll give you I'll give you the, the credit for it. Okay. All right. But you have to turn your mic on. I did. All right. There you go. Uh, the name of the food is Ruggala. 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 Do I, can I get even like the slightest hint? Ruggala. <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah. <laughs> Pass me the ruggala. <laughs> um, These ruggala are delicious. Let's go with ruggala. Ruggala. <laughs> we need the nuts quiz again. We don't have it? Oh, I yeah. Yeah, that, that was my bad to remind you. Um, ruggala. Um, is it a type of, or is it... Um, like a like an appetizer, like a pate or like a caviar. <laughs> no, it is a uh, it's a pastry, a rugula. It's a small cookie type pastry. A pastry. It's a uh, it's a Jewish treat. It, it is. Uh, I, I bet eighty percent of listeners didn't know what rugula was. I threw a tough one at you. Yeah, so I you had no like idea Publix? what it was. Yeah, you can get it wherever. Publix, okay. especially where shopping is a pleasure. Did Alex Williams know that food, Longoria? Does Alex Williams know this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? No. That boy don't know what that is. That boy didn't know what rugula is. You know, I'm going to bring some in for you this week. All right. Oh, you don't like sweet treats, though. I'll try it. Yeah, it's very good. Real quick, when you were uh, growing up, did you have any uh, names for your friends? Like, poking fun at them? Moop. Moop? I like that. You're such a moop. Very cool. All right. Uh, we'll try back. again next week. Yeah, we'll try it again next week. Alex Williams does not know that food. Ruggala, they're delicious. Try them, folks, at a, uh, a Publix near you. Um, when we come back, what did you tease your friends when you were kids? What did you call them? Fredo, like me, nerdy, or moop, like little guy? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. I stand alone. I stand alone. 
Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. My whole family's here. Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T, Chuck. Screens to your calls. We're going to get to little Sanjay and Would You Rather in just a moment. Uh, but I want to talk about uh, the uh, the Fredo blow up with Chris Cuomo from CNN. In case you missed it and missed the beginning of the show, uh, someone was filming an interaction with Chris Cuomo at some public event and he called him Fredo. And Chris Cuomo is very insulted because it's an insult. I think it's a pretty funny insult. But Chris Cuomo said it's like if you, uh, <laughs> it's like the N word to Italians, which I, I've. 90% of the people I grew up with are Italians, and, you know, Fredo, they did not take Fredo as, as bad as the N-word. It's it's totally different. Uh, but aside from that, what are some of the things that you called your friends when you were kids that uh, were insults that, and can be said on the air? I called my friends Fredo and Nerdy. What about in Montana, Chuck? What did, what, did, what was the jab in Montana? I, I've been racking my brain. I don't yeah. really remember. Well, there's like, so few people. Yeah, <laughs> you can't really insult that many people. You're not going to have any friends. You saw, well, you know, friends once every six weeks when yeah. you visited the other farms. It's a long trip by horse. To swap crops. Did you swap crops? I mean, we did. Yeah. <laughs> swap crops. Yeah. Like, I got some corn. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, I got yeah. some lima beans. All right, let's swap some yeah. crops. Good stuff. Deb Green has been doing some research, some old-timey insults. What, what did folks back in the day used to, how did they insult each other? One of my favorites here is unlicked cub. What? <laughs> Did you say that on the air? Like, Unlicked cub, yeah. C-U-B? Yeah, it's like a bad kid, you know, like parents, I Oh, guess. the parents don't like you, I got right, you. Right, yeah. So your generic stuff like scoundrel, scamp. Scoundrel. <laughs> Rascal, I'm sure you guys- Is Laos in there? My cousin used to call me Laos. Uh, not good. on this list, but- yeah. That's, I like that. That's a good uh, insult. A, I want heathen philosopher. I feel like I know someone what? in the building that would say that. Heathen philosopher, a apparently heathen? that was bad. Philosopher, interesting. Milk sop. Milk, you sopping up some milk. Yeah, yeah. Milk you're a sop. rag. You're a dirty yeah. rag. Yeah. Ra- like- oh yeah, that reminds me. So have you ever heard the the phrase raggy? <laughs> no. R a g g i e. Uh So that it it's specific just to the northwest corner of Connecticut, and are apparently referred to like mountain folk that lived in the mountains. Oh, okay. And they would come into town, and they called them raggies. I totally forgot about that. So that was the biggest insult in Torrent. It wasn't just me and my friends. Like, it was raggies. Oh, he's a Winstead raggy from the town next door. Or, oh, why are you such a raggy? It's crazy. I just remembered that. Uh, and it's nowhere else in the world. Is that an insult? Yeah, I've never heard that yeah. before. Heard of that. R-A-G-G-I-E, raggy. Google it. Torrington Raggy, Winstead Raggy, R-A-G-G-I-E. All right, so what did you call your friends as insults? Elizabeth's in Atlanta. Elizabeth, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Mark, it is so awesome to listen to you this time of day. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, it, it, late night was fine, but this is much better. I agree. I can go to bed at a reasonable hour. Excellent, excellent. So I'm originally from Boston, and everyone called everyone else loser. L- You're such a loser, Betty. Betty's such a loser. That was one thing. And then later it was victim. And you had to say it with a, like a big emphasis on the V. Victim. V I C T I M? Victim? Right. Like you're a victim. Like, oh, you're a victim. But we would give the V, the V sign, like a P sign, like you're oh, a victim. Interesting. But we never did the L for the loser. I'm, I'm aging myself. I'm, yeah. I'm over 40. Well, you, apparently you so. grew up in the same era as President Trump because he loves the loser tag. 
Like that's <laughs> right. That's his go-to insult. He's such no, a loser. No, that's New York. I'm from Boston. Yeah. Uh, Boston's much better. Victim. I like that. You're such a victim, you raggy. <laughs> such a victim. Uh, Robbie's in Woodstock. Robbie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How's it going, buddy? What up, brother? So I, like you, grew up in a great era of hip-hop music, and a couple of my favorite artists were Ice-T and Too Short, and one of the things they used to call people were simps. Simp. You were a simp. Yeah. And also a scrub. Uh, you know, I, it's a scrub, I never, I never used scrub until um, the song TLC. came out. TLC, <laughs> no yeah. scrubs. But that's a good one. Scrub, ra- scrub and rag, you're basically the same thing. Like you, yeah. you just you know you're not worthy. I want you right. know what? Well, I'm gonna ask Sanjay because he grew up in the caste system in India. I wonder what they had. Uh, like untouchable was that the biggest insult? <laughs> you're such an untouchable, everybody. Uh, Max and Stone Mountain for the second day in a row. What's cooking, Mac? Uh, am I allowed to say like what I called an individual friend? Sure, just don't t- say his name or her name. I'm not going to. Okay, but I used I used to call him Give all the time. Spell it for me. Like you're giving a gift. Okay, just call him Give. Give because his, his last name. <laughs> Understood. It was you, you got to understand it. Was, it. I yeah, mean, yeah, it yeah. made it 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 would drive him freaking nuts. Yeah, it was a name like name specific insults. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of one we had in school. Um, Richard Speck. We call him Dick. Dick Speck. I've talked about this poor <laughs> yes, guy for many times. All right, speaking of poor guys, let's do Would You Rather with little Sanjay. It's time. For Would You Rather with little Sanjay. He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday of the Mark Arab Show. He is Big Sanjay with Would You Rather. Growing up in Alabama and in India, what what did you call your friends when you were growing up? What was a nice a common insult you would throw at your friend, Sanjay? I mean, you've met me, haven't you? Yeah. I'm like the nicest guy <laughs> ever. I, Indeed. You're, it's not it's not part of what I do. But, so. but like being from the Indian culture, was it uh, an insult to call someone an untouchable? Like, oh, you're just an untouchable. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like that's actually a pretty strong one. Yeah, um, it's, can't get can't get most worse than that. Untouchable. Yeah, yeah leper or something like that. <laughs> leper. Wow, you're such a leper. All right, Sanjay's going to ask us questions. We're going to answer them in studio. Play along in your cars. First question, Big Sanjay. All right, let's start deep. Would you rather? Travel to the unknown of the oceans, like in a submarine way, way deep in the oceans, because, you know, the oceans are big, or to the outer reaches of space. I'm going to go outer reaches of space. Yeah, space for me. Yeah, space. I I would like to know what's what's in the deep blue sea, but I'm going to go space exploration. Have you seen the things that come out of the ocean? Yeah, I know. It's way too scary. Yeah. I'd rather go out to the far reaches agreed, of space. Agreed, agreed. Longoria? Yeah, space. The All ocean right. is terrifying. Yeah, the ocean is terrifying. Ponds could be terrifying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh-uh. All right, I like that question. Good, good one, Sanjay. Next one, please. All right, next one. Would you rather have everything you eat be a little too crunchy or a little too chewy? Emphasis on the too. Like under, a little under... more than you're comfortable with. Um, I've got... So I know what I want everyone else's food to be is chewy because I've got misophonia and I hear people crunching on food. It drives me crazy. For me, I would rather it be too crunchy. Um, I 
It's food. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, crunchy. Crunchy. Chuck? Yeah, I got to go. Crunchy. Yeah. Soft things. Yeah. Chewy can be annoying. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Crunchy. Right. Next question, Sanjay. Jeez. All right. Would you rather <laughs> be taken seriously 100% of the time or never at all? Never at all. Because I'm barely taken seriously as it is. When in <laughs> doubt, I'm joking. I mean that. Never. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like I'm already in that position, yeah, so exactly. never. Yeah, exactly, never. Chuck? I'd much rather be taken seriously all the time. Well, you work with, you know, highfalutin po- uh, political folk. I mean, So they I have suppose. to take you at your word. Well, when you book they them don't for believe the, me. They don't want to. The, when you book them for the uh, resurgent, yeah. the revenue. It'd be easier if they just did by, you know, <laughs> yeah. they have to. Yeah, exactly. Longoria. Yeah, never. Never. Okay. Next one, uh, Sanjay. All right. Would you rather have, have someone else wipe your behind Jesus. or... Have to have to wipe someone else's behind. Please, you don't get to dude. choose the person. I don't well, get to choose the person. No, we're parents. We've yeah, already wiped someone kids. else's behind. Already been yeah, there. I've um, done it twice. I'm gonna wipe someone's behind. I, I'd be too embarrassed. I remember when my grandfather had a stroke, and <laughs> like he was he was wheelchair bound yeah. and couldn't yeah. talk, and he had a personal uh, nurse living with him, and he, she had to do that. And I remember feeling so bad for him, like. Yeah, you know, this is a World War II veteran. This is a guy that served his like successful, built up a business from nothing, and then boom, he has this stroke and he's he's this uh, incapacity. Yeah, it's one of the worst memories of my life. Thanks, Sanjay. Um, <laughs> yeah, <it's just> <laughs> but I felt so bad. Like was yeah. so, I was so embarrassed for him. Like this is a great man, and yeah. he's re- you know reduced to this. So I don't want. I never want to be in that position. So I'll wipe. Longoria's butt. Nice. <laughs> I know you said I couldn't pick it, but I'm going to pick one. Yeah, yeah. But if you had a choice. Yeah. De- Deb Green. Yeah. So I looked after my brother's kids when they were little, mm-hmm. and it's just part of what you have to do, right? Yeah. yeah big deal. I'm not going to say I would enjoy wiping Longoria's no, but butt, but it's... I'd rather that than have someone do mine. <laughs> right. That's very uh, inhumane. Oh, I'd much rather somebody take care of me. Yeah. I'm picturing you like uh, Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. Yeah. The Royal Bader. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I'm fine with that. The Royal Chuck is clean. No embarrassment here. All right. <laughs> Longoria. <laughs> well, I've, cl- I've cleaned my kids before, yeah. but I'd probably rather have somebody clean mine. Really? Yeah. And his name is Mark Arrow. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Play your See, cards right, out, Longoria. Dude. Works Play out. your cards there right, you buddy. Go. You got one more question, Sanjay? I do, but you know what? I'm going to let it pass. Yeah, go on out. <laughs> You're learning. You're learning. Go out on a high note. All right, Sanjay is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. He will wipe your tax returns butts. Just uh, <laughs> find him on uh, Facebook. It's Brass Tax Accounting. Good job, Sanjay. Thanks, buddy. All right, there he is. Sanjay uh, with Would You Oh, I should have brought Russ in. Um, Russ, uh, dang, my, I missed the boat, Russ. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm great. How are you guys let me doing? Hit, let me hit your sounder. There Come you here, go. Man, I want to talk about uh-huh. What's going on? Everything good? Yeah, everything good. I, I was watching a movie about my hero, Donald Trump. Yeah. And my friend changed the channel, so I walked outside. Oh, good. Well, <laughs> I was wondering what's been occupying your time because we're not hearing from you regularly. I just didn't know. Are, are our checks well, not coming I'm, through well, or what's going on? Well, I'm not in the apartment anymore. Okay. So I'm kind of just bouncing around different places oh, right now. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um. All right. Do you need anything? You want? You need some uh, assistance? No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm okay. I mean, my car's in the shop, but they fixed it. Yeah. I just have to go pick it up in the morning. So I since, needed a new starter on the Cadillac. Since you're a, a nomad right now, that's got to that's got to cut into uh, the uh, social life, right? 
Hey, you know, I've still got uh, Corrali. Remember her? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a little Puerto Rican girl. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, by the way, thank you for stop sending me pictures to my work email. Uh, HR thanks you. <laughs> I thank you. No more pictures, Rush. No, I mean, you, okay. can, you can send me an email and say, hey, I'm, I'm dating Susie now. But, you know, no attachments anymore to my work email. Okay. Please, please don't do that anymore. <laughs> okay. All right, Russ. Well, good to I hear from you. I thought you guys like those pictures. That's why I said Well, them. you know, just it's HR the whole, doesn't. Yeah, it's the whole work email thing. Just, just just don't do that. Don't, do, especially when I open them in the studio in front of Deb Green. It puts me in a weird, weird, <laughs> awkward position. Uh, okay, Russ, we love you, buddy. Take care. Thanks. All right. I, you know what? I'm gonna give Russ a phone. What? I've got a burner phone. I'm gonna I think give he it to has Russ. a phone. He calls us every time. Yeah, I guess. I just feel bad. Probably needs a house. He's gonna buy him some minutes. <laughs> buy him some minutes. Yeah. Just yeah. start dating women and have their own houses. All right. When we come back, uh, are you a Fredo, a Raggy, or a Hump? What did you call your friends when you were growing up? 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Via Wikipedia, Longoria, you doubted my raggy insult when I was a kid. The raggy, this is from Wikipedia. The raggies are a group of people that live in the northwestern part of the state of Connecticut. Their ancestors are said to be iron workers in forges around Mount Riga in Salisbury, also known as Mount Raggy. The term raggy generally uh, connotes an economically poor white person, often of old Yankee stock. Called a power insult. A power insult, yeah. yeah. But I mean, we all called each other raggies. That was everyone was a raggy. Yeah, everybody. There was no, there was no non-raggies in my town. Denny's in Tequila. Denny, what did you call uh, your friends as an insult back in the day? Denny. Well, I actually had a friend from Australia, and he would call everybody Seppos. Say it again. He would call everybody Seppos. Yeah, we lost you. You. He was checking out the uh, deep uh, underwater ocean there. Chris is in East Cobb County. Chris, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How you doing, boss man? What up, brother? Well, I had a couple. Uh, my nickname, uh, I don't have a pretty head. So okay. when I would get my head, my head shaved for football practice, they called me Tater. Because it looked like a potato. (laughs) That's great, though. That's great. Tater. You know, it it is what it is. And I want to give you one more. Yeah. All right. The term homeboy, do you know where that came from? No clue. No, what is it? It came from second hate hate housing people. That's why. It was a a slur from people that had money. Yeah. Didn't have money. My parents actually, my mother and father grew up in Techwood Homes, the first ever, ever public housing project. Homeboy, so so, the, so homeboy. homeboy, but I don't think homeboy is is, is embraced now, right? That's not an yeah, insult. Yeah, I think people friends call each other. Yeah, right? like uh, Longoria is my homeboy. Chuck's my homeboy. Sanjay's my homeboy. Emphasis on boy. <laughs> anyway, we're going to come back after Jay Griff does the news, weather, and traffic. Talking about uh, childhood insults in honor of Fredo. Can't believe people are using Fredo as an insult. I've been using it for 30 years. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. This is Robert Wagner, and you're listening to that famous anti-dentite, Mark Aram. <laughs> He packed in the animals two by two, ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight, I couldn't get no sleep that night. Rose, sun, ship, and hell, tell me about God's master plan. 
Welcome back to the show, 736, 24 in front of 8. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 p.m. Don't forget, we're giving away free gas dab green, 500, 600, $1,000 worth of free gas. Register online at wsbradio.com or the WSB Radio app. Tonight, Chuck, uh, episode two of uh, Hard Knocks. I know, I'm excited. I'm very excited. I keep going on Xfinity On Demand. Like, I, I did. Was it always on Tuesday nights, Longoria Hard Knocks? I believe so. I, I feel thought like, it was on Sunday. That's what I thought too. And I'm like, come on, where's this next oh, episode? Oh, was it on Sunday? I think so. I don't oh, know. Okay. My memory's so uh, maybe. bad. I'm very excited about that. I'm also very excited that an insult I've been using for 30 years now is full and front, thanks to the Chris Cuomo blow up when a guy called him Fredo. Fredo, of course, the weakest of the Corleone sons. You're my kid brother. You take care of me. Did you ever think about that? Did you ever once think about that? Send Fredo off to do this. Send Fredo off to do that. I'm smart. Um, I love it. Anyway, I've been call- I literally have been calling my friends Fredo <laughs> my whole life. What did you call your friends to insult them back in the day that you can say on the air now? Fredo, Raggy, and Nerd. Those were the three biggest insults you could hurl at someone in Torrington, Connecticut. Scott's in Loganville. Scott, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. What's up, brother? We used to call the people that... Uh, Kind of hillbilly-ish, we'd call them ridge runners. <laughs> ridge runners? Well, explain that one. Yeah. Well, they came from the mountains most mm-hmm. of the time. The poor people lived up in the mountains, worked in the coal mines. They were the the guys we used to call ridge runners when we wanted to insult them. What I think it's funny now, so again, like when I lived in Connecticut, the Berkshire Mountains were there, and that that's where Raggy came from, the poor people in the mountains. Now rich people live in the mountains. Like, oh, I've got a mountain cabin. Like, how see how the roles are reversed? <laughs> like, it's not, poor people can't afford a mountain cabin anymore. It's all rich people like uh, Erickson and Hannity and uh, Clark Howard, I think, has a mountain cabin. How does uh, – yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to bring that up. There are people – so, uh, I swear to God, Judd Hickenbotham, the nicest guy anyone's ever met, right? I mean, Judd, even you, Deb Green, who don't talk to anybody in this. Judd's a nice guy, right? He's an amazing guy. Absolutely. So he, but I've always said he's old money. You know, he's got that old Southern money, you know, that old. And he's got, check this out, Longoria. He's so rich, he's got a lake house on a mountain. Okay. You know what it takes to get a lake house on a mountain? For real. Like, you have a mountain cabin. Oh, that's cool. You have a lake house. He's got a combo. His Well, his parents do. Yeah. A, a lake house it's on his. a mountain. That's old money. Yeah. That's. I want to go there. That's I do, money. too. I'm like, can you invite me? He's like, oh, you wouldn't go. Live broadcast? <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I would exactly. Go in a heartbeat. I know. He's like, it's not that big. Ten bedroom. Love <laughs> Ten bedroom. Anyway, I, I mean, I'm happy for him. <laughs> But I swear his family owns like a million acres in uh, middle Georgia. Uh, I know, I know, he, and he's so, you know, he's so demure about it. Yeah, he's like, oh, we're not wealthy. Yeah, if you saw him, you wouldn't think that yeah, he we're like, had. Yeah, no, we're not at all. We're not wealthy. I mean, we have money, but we're not, yeah. you know, that's when, when you know someone's really rich. A lake house mountain cabin combo. That's like the ultimate. So he doesn't goal. even need this job, right? No, he does it just for, uh, he loves getting up at one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know why. But. <laughs> Mike is in Cleveland. Mike, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, thanks for taking my call. What up, uh, brother? I got two. I got two things for you. Okay. Now I'm Italian. I grew up in New York. I never got called Fredo. Well, I, I, mean, I was called. I was called a guinea. Yes. A, a wop, wop and a dago. Yeah, those were the big, big main insults going way back. Right. When. That's all. I mean, really, the worst thing you could call somebody back then when I was growing up is like a wimp. 
Do you know? Do you know where the yeah. origin of the WAP uh, insult comes from? Yes, it's from Ellis Island. It means without papers. without papers. Isn't that crazy? I know. Without I don't know where papers. the other uh, two came from, but I know that one. Yeah, Chuck, you wanted to? <laughs> you know, my dad told me WAP stood, man. But What's the, that? The funniest, the funniest one. Oh, is, hold on one second, uh, Mike. Chuck, well, Chuck's making a, a point here. What? <laughs> he used to tell me that it was the sound that spaghetti made when it hit the wall. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> see. Things get lost in translation <laughs> yeah. out in uh, Montana, yeah, Mike. That was, that was anyway. No, it was more of a flat tire. Exactly. Wop, 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 wop. Yeah, that's stuff like that, yeah. All right, so continue, Mike. I'm sorry. Go ahead, buddy. All right, the, fu- the funniest one, uh, there was me, the Italian, and then there was uh, another friend who was Jewish, mm-hmm. and then we had a black friend. Yeah. And we hung out all the time. And we got along. It didn't matter what happened in sure, life. Sure, exactly. We and... We came up with the name for him, which is horrible, but we all laughed about it. We used to... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's... that's that's. Uh, can't do that. You got that, Longoria? Yeah, we can't do that. But yeah, isn't that Without Papers was the origin of uh, that nickname? Um, yeah, I, I just... Fredo. Fredo. It's, it's been in my vernacular for years. Gary's in Athens, Georgia. Gary, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, thanks, Mark. Uh, you're awesome, by the way. Thank I'm... you, sir. I appreciate it. How come you never... Uh... Became the fourth Beastie Boys. But, uh, <laughs> for sure. um, hey, I grew up in the uh, hip hop skateboard culture of the eighties, and um, the biggest, biggest insult we threw at each other was poser. Um, poser, yes, that was a huge one in the eighties. That was, uh, and, and I think it could be really relevant now if the kids going to bring it back to all the uh, Instagram posers and uh, whatnot. That makes but, sense. You know, it was it was the uh, the guy on the corner who. Never did a skateboard move, but with just pose with a skateboard. I remember using poser when to insult someone who like who'd wear a Led Zeppelin T-shirt, oh, but man. never listened to Led Zeppelin. Like they were a poser or a Megadeth shirt or something like that. It was a crossover out of the skateboard stuff, and it, it went to everything. It, it became we used it in sports when it was the guy who was like the backyard football player, but he never <laughs> played organized yeah. ball. On the team. That yeah, I forgot about. I haven't. I haven't used that phrase. Did that make it out to Texas, Longoria? Poser. Oh yeah, poser. That was a. That was a. We big used it when we skated. You know, the guy couldn't do anything. And it, it works in so many different areas too. Yeah. Like Chuck, I'm sure someone that uh, pretended to drive a big tractor. You know, you called him a poser. Like he there couldn't. was a lot. There was a lot of. Uh... You know, uh, cowboy posers. Yeah, fishing, hunting posers. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you got that big rifle, but you haven't shot anything, you exactly. poser. <laughs> I'm so fascinated by Chuck. Pat's in Woodstock. <laughs> Pat, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? Or ma'am? I don't oh, know. Oh, hey. Ma'am. <laughs> That's Hello, okay. Ma'am. It's me. Okay, hey. Uh, this is really fun because this is old school. Um, but before, you have to give a little waiver here, so be careful. And be careful because this has absolutely nothing to do with race. Okay. It has to do because when I went to high school, this was 1958, I went to one of the schools that was, uh, remember the Titan schools? I went to one of those schools. Oh, in Virginia. Okay. It was, uh-huh. Northern Virginia and Alexandria. And so uh, my school was white. And so this has nothing to do with race. This has to do, and we used to call these kids the hoods. And that's because it had nothing to do with hoodies mm-hmm. or the hood. But these were the guys like James Dean with the duck tail. Sure, yeah, that was a the, yeah a, de- a leather jacket, black pants, very to themselves, very cool. Lit up their cigarette the minute they left the school. The greasers, the greasers, exactly. Never... I'm thinking of uh, of the outsiders, the greasers and the socias. Oh yeah, and 
yeah, like Greece, exactly like that. We we and called they were we had to themselves. We had a burnout was a big. I, I don't know if it was an insult because I think burnout self defined themselves as burnouts. They were the 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 weed smoking, you know, metal kids. The the burnouts. I never called anyone a burnout, but that was the that was the name that was used often. Charlie's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Charlie. Hey, two things. One, Prado, I thought that really was his name. I've never seen The Godfather, so I thought that was his name. And it's short for Alfredo, by the way. Alfredo is the, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, when I was growing up, we would call people Box of Rocks. And we called <laughs> this one guy that so long that four years later when we graduated, his nickname was Rock. Rocks. We, call, we had a guy, Rick, Rick Thompson. We called him Bag of Stones. Because he was he was like six foot four and not not like he wasn't like Mr. Olympia, like ripped, but he was just this like a burly dude. And we he just looked like a bag of stones. Like if you just had a burlap bag, like he had muscles jutting out everywhere. And it was like, yeah, I mean, that wasn't an insult. It was like a compliment. He was he was uh, and his dad was the same thing. Big bag of stones. We called his dad. Chuck, <laughs> you just I forgot you remind this kid moved to our town. He was big. He was like six, four. He's a yeah. big basketball player. As a joke, one of my smart aleck friends called him Francis. His name was like Rob. Yeah. Called him Francis because he was such a big guy. Like, whatever. You could be, you know, Sue and no one's going to mess with you. You're yeah. enormous. It stuck. Francis. Five years. No one knew his first name. <laughs> the coaches, our football coach would call him Francis and he would be like, guys, my name's not Francis. And they were like, yeah, we don't care. And he was Francis until <laughs> we graduated. One of the, speaking of nicknames, what this, this, this haunts me to this day. And I've talked about this years ago on the Mark Arab show. So I was captain of the baseball team. And I like, you know, as you guys know, I like giving everyone nicknames. So my, my job as the captain was like first day of practice, got this big blackboard in the, in the, uh, in the locker room. And I get, I wrote everyone's name on the team and I wrote them nicknames. I just gave them nicknames and, and bless his heart. There's a kid named Rich Bully, nice kid, good ball player, just not a handsome fella. Like he didn't really advance. Oh, no. And I nicknamed him ugly. <laughs> like, oh, I know. I know. It didn't Ouch. stick. And I, it didn't stick. Um, but I, I, to the, I mean, this was 30 years ago and I, I've, I've apologized to him whenever I see him, I'm like, booly. He goes, he barely, he didn't even remember it because oh. it didn't stick. It was just like one day. Yeah. Like I just put ugly. Oh, that's like, that that's wasn't like on Billy Madison. Remember when he calls, what's his name? And yes, he marks Steve him off Buscemi, the list. Exactly. <laughs> I felt, I mean, at the time it was like, Oh, it's funny. You know, didn't it? Oh, I'm such a, such a jerk. I'm such a raggy, I'm such an <laughs> unbelievable raggy. So I again uh, for the fiftieth time, Rich Bully, I apologize. And he married. He he grew out of his ugly ducking phrase. Got a really attractive wife. They have kids. Very successful guy now. I think he's a uh, physical therapist. Anyway, I still feel bad about that. All right, we're going to come back. More of your calls. What did you call your friends as insults back in the day? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Final, oh, sorry, voice guy. Sorry, voice guy. Final segment of the show. We got to get out of here. Jeff's in Snellville. Jeff, what did you, how did you insult your friends back in the day? Well, well back in the day when I was in high school, we used to call our folks or our high school buddies, do you want to be? Oh, a wannabe. That is an insult. Yeah. Depending on what they wanted to be, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. What about Fredo? Did you ever call your friends Fredo? 
Nah, I, nah, I didn't have a chance to call him Plato. <laughs> we, I was 30 years ahead of the curve, Longoria. <laughs> I guess so. But you just call up, you know, back on the old rotary, day, yeah. rotary dial phones. Hey, Fredo, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> What's up, Fredo? We call, call each other Fredo. Zeke, Fredo, nerd, raggy. Got him. Very, very uh, vocal group of friends I had. <laughs> Mark is in coming, Georgia. Mark, welcome to the show. Everybody yeah, clap your hands. Let's do one of those. That was good. I needed that. three this week. I needed that. Got to cleanse the palate with everybody clap your hands. Uh, Kim is in Decatur where it's greater. Kim, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. It is greater in Decatur. Amen. Um, these are late 70s, early 80s. We had a dweeb, a twit. A wussy and a skeeve. Now, dweeb and wussy, definitely. Skeeve, I, I've heard of, but I never used it. What was the fourth one? Twit? A dweeb, a twit. Never had twit. Dweeb was a, a solid one in the 80s. Like, you yeah. were like a computer and, dweeb. Yeah, and then a skeeve. Like, oh, he's such a skeeve. It's kind of like sleazy. Yeah, yeah. And, or they'd say, you know, oh, that's such a skeezy thing to do. Yeah, I've used that. that was, it didn't get major traction. In the Northwest uh, No, maybe foothills. it was just regional. Yeah, but I've definitely heard of it. Dweeb, <laughs> though, is a big one. Dweeb. Yeah. You're such a dweeb. We're so influenced yeah. by the uh, the movies of our time, too. Like if a word... Oh, yeah, if they make up one in the movie. Yeah, forget it. That, that would just catch fire. Can I say something that might insult both you and Deb before I get out of sure. here? Sure. Nice. I don't like enchiladas. <laughs> what? You're what? not having the right ones. Yeah. No, I, I mean... No, you're not. I've... I like burritos more than enchiladas. Let me rephrase really? it. I like burritos more than enchiladas. Crazy. Yeah. That's insane. Really? Yeah. yeah. You're just not trying the right ones. Where did Nothing you, where here did you in Atlanta is going to be. I've, I've eaten them for 40 years. <laughs> You're not I, eating the right ones. Yeah. What, what's the perfect enchilada? What's what, what's the ingredients in a perfect enchilada? You can put anything in an enchilada. That's I asked, why it's so what, great. What is your favorite enchilada? Me? Yeah. I usually make them with chicken. Yeah. Yeah. And what else? What or, goes or, on there? Just whatever I'm I I'm not have. telling you where I had it. <laughs> I want to I mean, know because I guarantee you. It was best. fine. I'll tell you Maybe off the air. Maybe it was from a restaurant, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why it was bad. It was fine. I just prefer, I, I regretted not getting the burrito instead. Oh, I never regret not getting yeah, a burrito. Come on. What are you talking about? You don't like burritos? No, burritos like the garbage of Mexicans. Like everything they couldn't sell, they threw into a wrap and then sold it to people. And they thought, <laughs> oh, this is great. But, They're but, terrible. But they're better than enchiladas, is no. my No. It no goes way. burrito, these two. No taco, no, then enchilada. Oh, oh God. Yeah. No. I'm the whitest person in this group, and I agree with these two. <laughs> I need to get you. mad. It's just not, nah, it doesn't do it for me. Burritos are so much better. I'm dumping that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumping that whole thing. That will segment. not appear on the podcast. Uh, let's do Star of the Show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star uh, of the Show? I hate to do this to you, Bananas, but I'm going to give it to Edgar Tragetz. What? Why? He took Bosco out to the courtyard so she can go hurry, hurry, poopies. I brought Bosco in here. She's out cold right now. She's done. She's ready to go. Uh, What do we got tomorrow on the show, producer Deb Green? Oh, we're playing Millennial Match Game. Regular or reverse? Normal version. All right, normal Millennial Match Game and... Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Any luck on Popeyes? We're going to get some Popeyes chicken? I sent him an email, but nothing yet. All right. I don't think they're as fast as Chick-fil-A. Understood. Uh, We'll continue the conversation. We can talk about enchiladas on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. 
Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.